you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. We're on the Cincinnati. It's my team. It's my quarterback. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Hello? You play to win the game. They want you to cook the dinner. At least they ought to let you shop for some of the groceries. And on the way up, we're going to buy the kneecap off. Playoffs? You kidding me? I'm just here so I won't get fined. How can you not be romantic about football, man? Oh, I feel like I was playing that in my head last night. How could you not be romantic about football, man? When Aaron Rodgers was seemingly walking out of Lambeau for the last time. Welcome to Benched with Benetta, baby. Uh, guys, what a freaking week. Um, we canceled our podcast last Thursday out of respect for Demar Hamlin and his recovery. We have got some, we've had good news all week, all weekend from Friday to now. Um, Demar is discharged from the hospital. We find out as we are recording this podcast, I get to tell Kyle Brandt to his face. We celebrate. Um, so let's get to that interview ASAP. We recap the week that has been crazy in the NFL and talk about Black Monday. So without further ado, KB, what up? Okay, welcome to the show. Another beautiful Monday, Tuesday, wherever and whenever you are listening to this show. Yep. KB, woof. Hello. Is all I have to say. What a week that we've all just experienced in the football community. Um, I was watching you guys all last week. You did a, a phenomenal, phenomenal job. Thanks. This entire network did. To be honest, I was like sitting there on my couch. I'm never a part of like newsy things. You know, I bring the laughs. I bring the, the, the gags oh, and the giggles. Um, I was so impressed with our network. We are giving NFL Network their flowers today. We're giving you your flowers and GMFB. You guys did a great job covering the Bills and Damar Hamlin last week. I just wanted to ask you, you know, take us through the process of dealing with this. You are so close to the Bills community. Yeah. You called out their draft pick this year. You go up there plenty of times. <laughs> yeah. I saw you wearing the Bills gear all last week monday to yeah. friday or tuesday to friday rather so just walk me through you know what were the emotions how what was your experience like well we're recording this rachel on monday so it's really the one week anniversary yeah. of that terrible night in cincinnati and listen i went through what everybody went through in some sense that i remember um I went to bed on about midnight on Monday night and it was like in the middle of the Van Pelt show and people remember it as one of these infamous nights in sports. And I went to bed at midnight and I have to wake up at five, but like every 45 minutes I woke up and I would check my phone because I was, you know, how many times can you say this as a sports fan? Like I was scared. I, I wasn't nervous. Mm -hmm. I was legitimately scared that I was going to look at my phone and there's going to be some tweet from some NFL insider that says terrible news. Unfortunately, da, 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 has passed, has passed away. That mm -hmm. I can just say it. We thought that we were going to lose them. Yeah. And then I wake up in the morning on Tuesday. I'm scared. I walk into the good morning football set and our plan is just like, it was the strangest show ever. We've done 1600 shows or something. There's never been a weirder one than that because there really was no plan. 
It was just sit down and be prepared to talk about anything and hope for the best, but genuinely be prepared for the worst because we could be in the 8D segments and we get news that we uh, there's been a terrible piece of news from Cincinnati and you guys just react to it on live TV. Mm-hmm. So holy crap. First of all, thank God it did not come and it hasn't come and it, from the sounds of it, it never will come. But you just sit around and talk and you talk through a pit in your stomach and you try to make it fresh and try to make it um, relatable because you have your own job to do. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, I was just so scared the whole time. And I had to, to your point, you know, I know a lot of people, not only who live in Buffalo, but who are with the bills and, you know, I'm not texting them being like, give me the inside scoop at all. They're just texting me because they see me on TV and they're like, we're really nervous. We're really scared. Um, It was a tough time, but I'll Mm -hmm. end my answer with really the end of this phase of the story. I got texts and tweets from people after Naheem Hines returned the opening kick. Mm. And they're like, I've been coming to games in this stadium for 37 years. It's the loudest I've ever heard it. And he hadn't even crossed the 20 yard line yet going in. And people are like crying and hugging and jumping up and down. And it was the most joyous moment. Cause you know, Josh said it after the game, depending on how you feel philosophically, like, some people thought that was like a divine intervention and that Mm -hmm. that was like God's plan and that type of beautiful thing. And so people were really emotional about it. And uh, I have to say it's even a week later. I am too. It's so crazy. I mean, the first time that I was on TV last week, I mean, a a bunch of things got canceled during the week out of respect for Damar's recovery. This podcast got canceled on Thursday. None of us were able to really, I I wasn't in this building until the following Friday and still a few days removed. This building was still pretty quiet, even though by then, by Friday, we had gotten the news that he was awake. Um, maybe there was, a, I think at that point, he had FaceTimed into his uh, into the locker room, said, love you boys, and all of these incredible things have come out. I think everyone was just so shook up the entire week that it was like, that almost happened. That was absolutely terrifying. I mean, do you remember, I mean, we've both been covering sports for a really long time. Do you remember a point in your career that anything, besides like, Kobe passing mm-hmm. that there was a mm-hmm. week like this that people came together in the way that they did I think it was I think it was Damar actually that tweeted out sometime this week and then it doesn't matter your religion doesn't matter where you are from this is like it brought people together all across the board do you remember anything like this yeah, the Kobe's a good one because I remember it happened on a Sunday and the Pro Bowl was right going before on. the Super Bowl it was crazy yeah Yeah. And um, Joe Tessitore was on the call of the Pro Bowl. And there was this account that people went, they went into the the locker rooms where all these NFL stars were and told them that like Kobe Bryant had died. And then they went and played the game, which is such a bizarre game anyway. And then watching the broadcast, he announces it really, really strange, you know, and and even Kobe, uh, such a different conversation than the DeMar Hamlin conversation, which is this young kid whose whole life and career are in front of him, and we're just getting to know him. So I can't think of something like this in sports. There's been other things like this where everybody, where it's candlelight vigil-esque and you're hoping for something, but mm-hmm. this was truly unique. And the fact that it happened on Monday Night Football, and listen, for me, you see a player down and you say, oh, crap, a player's injured. And hopefully, you know, he hope for the best and he gives us the thumbs up. And I guess he's done for the night. You know, mm-hmm. that's too bad. How's this going to affect the Bills secondary? Yeah. And then I will never forget the rest of my life when Joe Buck said they're administering CPR. <laughs> and then for all of us, that's when I started to get really scared. And then um, that feeling did not subside for like three days when they said, you know, he's opening his eyes and communicating. So it turns out to be this beautiful story. But man, for a few days there. 
just it was, sick to your it stomach. It was terrifying. It was digs yeah. for me. Digs just like you just see like yeah. the t- his face was just like wet from crying. And then the yeah. moment that Burrow went over and hugged Josh, I was like, no, no. you know, no, no. the whole ri- I was with a few people. Everyone was just like, oh, no. This is this is not good. Have you had the chance to talk? I know you and Josh are tight. He comes on Kyle Brandt's basement once a week. Yeah. Have you been able to reach him or talk to him at all? Yeah, we we we've texted a few times, and um, all I can say is that uh, Josh Allen is is the let me how do I put this? He just he he is more so than all of his peers. He loves football and loves the brotherhood and loves the teammates like that is what he was put on this planet for he is the son of a farmer from fireball california who's known since he was a little kid that he wanted to play pro football and this is so real to him and it is so special and he is he just wants to be with his teammates all the time it's what he is into he likes movies and he likes (laughs) his girlfriend and he is into bleeping football 24 7 so for this it just cut him so deep and even texting with him, like kind of was just phrasing his words a little differently. And like, you could just tell he was just shook mm-hmm. and um, you know, <laughs> then he goes out, Rachel and he uncorks three touchdown passes against the Patriots. And it's like, Oh yeah, that's Josh Allen. Like he still has like that ability. And um, it's, it's been a crazy week with him too. And I, I'll talk to him tomorrow for an extended time on camera, but in the last week or so we've just texted. Well, everyone should definitely be tuning into that. I will be Thanks. watching that. Absolutely. Kyle Brandt's basement. Um, I have to ask you, speaking of bleeping, yeah. you tweeted something. Now, the only thing left to do is win the whole bleeping thing. Listen, we talk about miracles. We talk about religion and believing in a higher path. There's been a lot of that this week. But gosh, I am behind you on that. Like, they got to go do it now, right? There's nothing. I I can't imagine another ending to this story, right? Well, one of the things that Josh has said is that he knows, uh, and this is before DeMar Hamlin's incident, he already knows what his speech is going to be if they win the Super Bowl. Like, he's had it planned for years. He knows it word for word. He knows what he's going to say. He has a special bottle of whiskey in his bar that he's saving for when they win the Super Bowl. He's got the speech, he's got the drink, he's got it all. <laughs> and so, you know, one of the That's questions awesome. I'll ask him tomorrow is, is is that speech going to be a little different now because of what you guys have been through? And mm-hmm. I'm expecting his answer to be yes. So mm-hmm. um, they're really, really tight. And it's you start to, if you believe in the destiny, you believe in the higher calling, of yeah. course. Now, listen, let's, let's put the cards on the table. There is no motivational thing that is going to guard Kelsey in the title game if they have to play him. Yeah, Kelsey is a is a mother, and they, they there's going to be a gauntlet in these AFC playoffs. So I know they have everything going for them, but man, it, they're going to need all of it. Oh, I am just so pumped up for playoffs and the Super Bowl, and <laughs> oh, it's getting real. Rihanna is tweeting about it. Let's go, baby. Okay, not to take a left turn. Again, everyone watch that interview, interview with Josh Allen coming up. I'm so excited about it. Aaron Rodgers, okay, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. got beat by the Lions last night. There was this whole kind of... Jamal Williams asked for his jersey. He said, I think I'm going to keep this one. He had the walkout in the tunnel with Cobb. He seemed very reflective. Uh, His post-game interview, I'm sure you guys have all heard the sound by now. He's not making any decisions, but he could definitely leave. What are your thoughts on all this, KB? I feel like for the past few years, he's been winning MVPs, and we're all like, yeah, "Yeah, this is probably the last that you're going to see of Aaron Rodgers. But this one, I don't know, kind of feels a little bit different. Or or, or am I wrong? Are um... Are you saying same, same? No, I zag on this. I actually, I think he's going to come back. 
I do. Um, and I'll, I, I just I haven't heard anything compelling that tells me he's going to leave other than just we're just kind of watching. And there's this feeling of I think it's over, but that's nothing. I, I listen. I think the walk off with Cobb mm-hmm. was very deliberate. Pushing very the camera out of the way. being yeah. like, Let me have and my I moment. I think that was about Cobb, though. I think that was about Cobb because that's like his best friend. It's been his friend for years. Huh. And I think he knows that Randall Cobb will not be back. So I think huh. that was him saying goodbye uh-huh. to his friend. Oh, whoa, yeah, that's whoa, not whoa. Does, does um, Rogers come back with the Packers or does he go elsewhere and, and kind of do something like like Tom Brady-esque? No, I think it comes back to the Packers. Hmm. Listen, I, I hate to put it like this, but <laughs> let's just call it what it put is. Put it out there. It, he like he's gonna make 50 million bucks if he comes back next year like even if he hated the football and yeah. was done with it like yeah. that is even for him is a massively significant figure to come back one more time and chuck that old pigskin mm-hmm. at christian watson a few times and see what happens so yeah i think he's gonna go back. he did make some comment about like oh, i've made generational wealth and i'm so thankful hopefully i've earned a little bit of that but like yeah <laughs> money's money baby show me the money if yeah. you were two-time mvp and you were aaron Rodgers, how would you retire like, would you do the Big Ben thing of like circling the stadium and waving at everyone? Would you have a spicy off season? Will he? Won't he? Would you have a decision LeBron esque situation? How would you do it, KB? No, can't do that. Listen, Rogers will go and find some rainforest or some geyser <laughs> or some oh. glacier, and he'll be there on an alpaca or whatever the hell he is, and he, he will be in the. He's gonna full- see a meteor. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be riding a meteor in his full Zen ninja monk Obi Wan Kenobi <laughs> mode, and he'll say farewell, and he'll have this message or this quote, and it'll be beautiful. But I think it'll be probably in 2024. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, okay, before you let uh, we let you go, there yeah. are a few. Th- we're recording this on Black Monday, the the day after the regular season, where all of these coaches get let go. Tom Pelissero tweeted this out earlier today, and by the time you're listening What's to this got? on Tuesday, I don't know. Maybe, there might be more. Who knows? There are now five NFL head coaching vacancies. The Panthers, the Colts, the Broncos, the Texans, and the Cardinals. KB, since uh, the Colts hired Jeff Saturday this year, yeah. anything's possible, okay? <laughs> Anybody could fill these coaching vacancies. So yeah. I went through those five teams, and I picked th- people across a variety of different occupations, ex-players, maybe some celebs, maybe some actors. Sure. Uh, I'm going to pitch you on them. If you've got some ideas, would love to hear them, but uh, I want to hear Let's your thoughts on, on maybe some potential fill-ins for these coaching vacancies. Okay. We're going to start with the Texans. I think that this is easy. J.J. Watt, freshly retired. Mm. He's going to take the offseason and be like, listen, I miss that football field. He had nine seasons with the Texans. Maybe his body doesn't want to play football anymore, but I mean, this guy clearly had a hard time retiring. He was emotional. The brothers came out and celebrated him yesterday. Um, J.J. Watt, tell me, do you hate this? No. He said he's always no. going to be a Texan. Fans he's the greatest him. Texan ever. There you go. It's not close. And listen, he never got to play with his brothers. So I think in a little bit down the line, then you have Derek Watt come and be the offensive coordinator Woo! and TJ Watt, the defensive Woo! coordinator, and you team them up like that. It's a beautiful wow. idea. Beautiful idea. That defense is unstoppable then. Uh, okay, Panthers, I'm zigging. I'm zigging, I'm zagging. <laughs> Will Smith, huge Panthers fan, apparently. He's maybe, are we going to see him act again? I don't know. Post slap. Okay. We covered it on GMFB as soon as it happened. That was one of the the greater TV experiences that I've had. Good at motivational speaking. Okay. You know, he's going to lift those guys up. What say you, Will Smith? 
All right, you you lost me at this. Why why is Will Smith, who's from Philadelphia, why is he a Panthers fan? Is he an Eagles fan? I, What's going I, on I here? googled celeb football fans, and Will Smith had a Panthers <laughs> jersey on it. Okay, so don't fact check me on this. Just roll with it. It's called right, yes that's fine. and what, what, what KB. What a stupid nerdy retort that I had. But I will still disagree. <laughs> if there's going to be any any Panthers, especially one who will will not afraid to show emotion, I will stay wrong. Smith, but I will go Steve Smith. Senior, oh! if we're going to do the Jeff Saturday about Steve's missing it, the greatest Panther of all time. I actually really love that. In this yeah. weird little website that I found, which is clearly not accurate, according to Kyle Brandt, <laughs> uh, Diddy is a huge Panthers fan. So maybe... I don't think anyone but, uh, would actually want to see what, that. What, Listen, we don't have to get into the. We don't have to get into the situation. About? We don't have Next to get into bring the up huge uh, L.A. Rams fan Ben Affleck <laughs> and Matt Damon. Like what? What? Maybe if you maybe the malware that you've been picking up from going to Wikipedia okay, has you know infiltrated what? your computer. And this like, this podcast like, isn't for facts. Okay, this is supposed <laughs> to be the one for fun. Uh, all right. Next up, Colts. I mean, come on. I think it's pretty easy. Peyton Manning. Who's saying no to that? 14 seasons with the Colts. Everyone would buy into this, KB. There would be nobody. I mean, listen, we love him on Monday Night Football with Eli. Yeah. We love all of the we love that he started the production company that you your your podcast belongs to. Okay. He yeah, can do that. Uh-huh. He can do that stuff on the side. He he could still do, dabble in the offseason. Uh the, um, the players would respect him. The fans would be pumped up to have him back. Who's saying no? He already has a statue. I thought maybe we would go with like massive Indianapolis Colts fan Jennifer Lopez. Maybe maybe she gets Oh, I don't know. Let me check this website. Oh, turns out JLo's not a fan of the Colts. What? Hmm. <laughs> no, for Colts, I would say, um, you know who actually is a Colts fan? Who I think would be a great coach? Yeah. Significant I David Letterman. I'll go with I'll go with David Letterman. Oh my uh, he's got God. great perspective. He's funny. None of the kids know who he is, so they won't think he's a comedian. It, it, it a wouldn't coach. be weird. Letterman. Huh. I actually love that. But I do like his new show on Netflix. I don't want him to give that up. Mm. Uh, Okay, Broncos. (laughs) You're going to hate this. What do you got? Elway? I went on the same website. I saw Tiger Woods there with his ex-girlfriend, Lindsey Vaughn. Lindsey Vaughn is actually the Broncos fan. But Tiger Woods was at a game once. And then the more that I thought about it, how cool would that be? Tiger Woods, incredible athlete, incredible dedication. I don't even know if he is a big NFL fan. I saw him with a Stanford sweater on. We know he likes college ball. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he could dedicate enough time to pick it up. And uh, that would be incredible. Um, anytime that I've talked to an athlete or seen someone else talk to him and the question comes up about, you know, what other athletes out there do you really respect? Who do you admire? I'm mm-hmm. telling you nine out of 10 times they say Tiger Woods. It could be a football player, basketball player, baseball player, NASCAR driver. These guys love Tiger for his domination, for how much money he makes and just because he's an icon. So I think that would immediately work for some. The athletes are obsessed with Tiger and they would he would have their him and in, Russ. The, in, in his palm of his hand. Broncos country, let's ride. Okay, and then finally, the Cardinals <laughs> position. Cliff was let go. Yeah. Kyler. Kyler should be forced to do both. He did it in the preseason. He made some calls. He, he called some plays. Uh, he did a pretty decent job. There he is right there calling some plays. Cliff, I think, did this as, like, punishment, but then he was actually, like, somewhat decent at it. Kyler should do this. He's, he needs to – I know he's injured. He's going to hopefully be better and, and ready to go next yeah. season. Um I think he could learn a lot. I think he could grow up a lot if he was trying to 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 double dip here. What do you think? Now, do you mean like he would? Be, this he's is doing a both, Madden baby. thing, or he's, this he's is do- actual football? He's doing both, baby. 
This is, oh, ne- this is never been seen before. This is a fake world we're living in where Will Smith is a Panthers fan. Kyler Murray can coach the Cardinals as well as play quarterback. There's a thing that used to do like back in the 1920s where there was the player coach where that with the players were actually one of the coaches and it's totally archaic, but it's a beautiful thing. And like the play coach would check himself into the game and then call the plays and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know if, if I look at Kyler Murray as the one to bring that back. Yeah. Um, it's, but more, it's more it, of a punishment, I think. Yeah, the, the coaching game is hard. It's, it's it's like one of the worst quality of life professions on the planet. Yeah. So, um, yeah, somebody has to coach the Cardinals. And if, if none of the coaches can get along with Kyler, maybe he has to do it himself. Uh, okay, uh, KB, we are going to send you off with the best news ever. Are you ready what? for this? I don't even think yeah. you will have seen this. I am going to tell you this live. Damar Hamlin has been discharged from the hospital. Oh, my God. Is really? returning home to Buffalo per the physicians at the University of Cincinnati Health. Oh, baby. yeah. He is doing well, and this is the next stage of his recovery Yahoo! this guy's incredible i mean this is a week is he gonna start against the dolphins this weekend this is amazing what, what an incredible maniac. oh my god what great news kb we love you thanks for spending time with us and you know what damar hamlin said this week go out and tell people that you love them kyle brandt we love you on this show thank you for showing up love you week. too ben Spinetta. see you woo, guys woo, woo. see you next week and I love you guys as well. Thank you for listening. Thanks to KB. Thanks to our crew for putting these shows together every single week. Love, love, love. All right, coming up after the break, we talk a lot about miracles this week because we saw a few of them. And I opened my DMs and asked you guys what miracles that you've seen. This is going to be cheesy. This is going to be a cheesy little zeggy. But it's very cute. So stick around. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Cold January Sunday in week 18 as New England and Buffalo are about to meet. And here's Hines on the run back, breaking a tackle and taking it past midfield. And down the sideline he goes. This is storybook. An opening kickoff return for Tamar Hamlin. And this place is absolutely going wild. Said this is storybook. This is almost fate. I just can't believe what just happened. Josh Allen, the same thing. After all that's happened in these last six days, I don't believe what we just saw here. Uh, it's so incredible. I almost forgot we were doing a podcast. Like I just got caught up in watching that again because it was it was so amazing. So just so you get a sense of like how my Sunday works, I, I get off the morning show literally at 10 a.m. So by the time I get home, it's like 10.30. I'm like missing the front half of the game. This happened obviously immediately. And I was walking down the hallway and I walk by the Red Zone Studios, which you never hear. You, you never hear loud things coming out of there. Um, and all I heard was yelling. And I was like, Scott Hansen has lost his mind today. What is going on? And then by the time I get back into the locker room to like get changed, get ready to go home, 
My phone had blown up and I saw what had happened and Cynthia Freeland and I just sat there and rewatched it and rewatched it. And we were like, oh my God, it, it is. I mean, I think I speak for all of us is one of the most incredible things I think I've seen in sports. Just it's, you know, Josh Allen went on to say like it, you know, hard to not believe in, in something going on. I don't want to get into all of that. I'm not religious. You know, um, whatever you believe in is whatever you believe in. But sometimes when things like this happen, you got to believe that something's going on. Something's going on. People are looking out. Something funky's happening. That was incredible. That was the greatest thing that I have seen in sports. So it made me want to open up my DMs and ask you guys. I don't know. I'm just in this mood. I'm just in this emotional mood right now. I wanted to ask you if there was like a miracle that you had witnessed in or out of sports. It didn't matter. You know, did you see somebody get out of their wheelchair and go, hallelujah, I can walk again. I would love to see that. That sounds magical. Um, and I got a lot of DMs. And to be honest, if you want a little like pep in your step today, go and, and just read this thread. I got DMs. And then I got just people commenting on, on my Twitter. And there's a lot of really incredible stories. So I'm going to read a couple of them to you guys right now. Obviously, one that came to mind immediately was um, D. Gordon hitting a home run after Jose Fernandez died in a boating accident. Uh, So let me just read this to you. I just like ripped it off of Wikipedia. A left-handed hitter, D. Gordon, he took the first pitch of his at-bat as a right-handed batter, imitating Fernandez's batting stance with Fernandez's batting helmet in honor of his late friend. Uh, The pitcher... Out of respect, threw the ball. He just like, you know, here you go. Uh, then Gordon switched to the other side and he, he got his right stance out. He smashed it. He said after the game that he had never hit a ball that far, even in batting practice. Okay. This is a guy that hit, I think, 18 home runs in his entire career. I think he's still playing. Uh, 18 home runs. And he hit one on that day. This is not a guy. This is not like fourth on the batting order. He's not, he's not playing cleanup. He hit an incredible home run. That's magic. You can't ignore that. That is magic. Um, I loved this. This brought me to tears this morning. Uh, The year my dad passed away was the first season I watched football in my entire life without him. We are diehard Dolphins fans and notoriously hated the Patriots slash Tom Brady. Watching that Dolphins-Pats game that year before the final play, I said, Dad, if you are watching this right now, please give me a sign. Then the Miami miracle happened, the crazy lateral situation. I literally fell to the ground crying and it still shakes me up. Literally after that kickoff, I was like, if you're not watching sports, what are you doing with your life? Because there's things that happen there are these connections and these and these beautiful beautiful moments um and i'd like to share a moment of my own my dad passed away when i was 17 i talk about it a lot if you haven't heard me talk about it i talk a lot about mental health and and grieving and and all of those you know uncomfortable things but my dad was sick for eight years and um basically there was a point when we got to the end of it that he was we were like okay this is it he stopped eating and we we I got pulled out of high school and um it was taking a little while for him to to pass and we make jokes about it we were like come on dad like what's going on I got to get I got to go to prom okay um I can be dark about it because it's my experience um but he was taking a little while and it was like 5 days down the road after we were told like this is it 
And so I invited my friend over for a sleepover, which sounds psychotic now that I think about it as an adult. My father is about to pass away in the next room. And I'm like, Whitney, you want to come over and watch the OC? <laughs> she was like, yeah, sure. That's bad. So we were up having like a little slumber party and she falls asleep and I fall asleep. And then at like two, I think it was like 2.15 a.m., um, a picture frame comes flying off of my wall. I swear this happened. Picture flame comes flying off of my wall and smashes. And it was like a whatever picture. It was like me and a friend. It wasn't anything significant. But it fell off right beside my bedroom door. And then I, I woke up and I was like, what the hell? And I noticed that there was a small little sliver of light underneath my bedroom door, which told me that my parents' bedroom light was still on. And, you know, my dad was pulled out of the hospital and brought home so that he could pass away with, with all of our family. So he was at home with us. And uh, the bedroom light was on and I was just like, whoa, why are they still awake? And I go into my parents' room and my brother, Jonas, is standing over my dad and he was crying. And he looked at me and he said, he literally just took his last breath a second before you got in here. And I was able to have this final moment with my dad instead of, you know, waking up. I'm sure somebody would have woken me up, but I was able to have this final moment with him. And I crawled into bed with him like a, a weirdo. That seems, no, it wasn't weird. It was beautiful. And I got to, you know, just hold on to him one last time. And it's like, you can't, you know, whatever you believe in, it doesn't matter. Um, things, things happen. And that's what happened with this game and Damar Hamlin's recovery and the fact that he is a week literally today we record this on Monday he is out of the hospital and on his way home and man I think all of us are hoping that he can play football again we hope we see him next season we hope but nothing but health for him above all else football aside who cares um, but if you're going through stuff at home and just, you know, miracles happen every day and beautiful things happen. And, um, we're with the Buffalo community and we're with Damar and, um, sports are a beautiful thing, baby. Sports are a beautiful, beautiful thing. Okay. Coming up after the break, best and worst thing that I saw. I'm going to go cry. Bye. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. It's the best. Okay, the best and the worst thing that I saw all week. Woo, what a doozy. What a doozy. Man, that overtime game with Seattle Rams. I wanted the Rams to win so bad. I have loved cheering for the Seahawks this season and Geno and that magic. That's been incredible. They're in the playoffs. Congratulations, Seattle. But we were this close to having the Detroit Lions in the playoffs. Oh, that would have just been beautiful. That would have been beautiful. Um, but instead, we don't have the Detroit Lions in the playoffs. But uh, we got one last parting soundbite from my favorite player this season, without question, Jamal Williams of the Detroit Lions. Take it away. 
Stop playing us, man. We made we the Detroit Lions. We the Detroit Lions. Stop playing with us. I don't even watch TV, but I heard everybody already picked their picked the Packers over us. Stop playing with us. That's all I gotta say, man. Don't let these tears fool you. There's all dog around this mug. <laughs> oh God, he is just so incredible. And what a what a moment. He came from the Packers. Now he's on the Detroit Lions. You heard him. If he said that like a year ago, we would have been like, yeah, so what? But what of it? You're on the Detroit Lions. But now they're on the Detroit Lions. You know, we gotta say it a little bit differently. Uh Jared Goff top ten quarterback. Who? What? Where? In Detroit, baby. That's where. Mm. I can't wait to see what the Lions look like next season. Cannot wait. Oh. They are going to be a contender. Hard hard knocks round two. I'll just say it right now. Get him back into the groove. Because something worked. Um, now on to the worst thing that I saw. <coughs> People have some thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. I'll just say that. People have some thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. Um, post game, you know, Jamal was just like, hey, can I have you that jersey? And he goes, I think I'm going to keep this one. And then all of a sudden, us, we all started paying attention. We all started clo- paying very close attention to what he did in the next 30 to 60 to, to two minutes, you know. Um, he walked down the tunnel out of Lambeau. He took his moments looking around. Okay, this is it. Walks down the tunnel with Randall Cobb, and he has this little run in with a camera guy. Take a look. <laughs> I mean, I kind of get it. This feels like paparazzi-esque, you know? He's having this, like, beautiful moment with Randall Cobb, who, Kyle, you know, we're all like, oh, this is going to be it for Aaron Rodgers, but he's like, that's it for Randall Cobb. He's saying goodbye to his friend. Spicy, okay? Um, But I will give Aaron Rodgers, you know, I'll, I'll give him some props. He did have a beautiful moment uh, in the post-game press conference where he kind of like gave his love to everybody. It's pretty beautiful. Take a look at this. I'm going to miss your questions, Bill. <laughs> and Mike Clemens taking 10 seconds to do a lead up. <laughs> and Pete angling for something. And Bob writing stories about my personal life. <laughs> You've been good lately, though. And Jason bringing it back home with something that's kind of heavy hitting. Stephanie Sutton coming out of left field. Good question. I miss the guys. I miss the fans. Yeah. Thank you. Oof. I don't know if I'm just emotional today, but everything's making me cry. So he was asked, like, you know, if this is it, what are you going to miss? And that's what he went and said. He called out all the journalists and the reporters that have been with him through a lot. You know, he's not necessarily made their lives easy. You know, they've reported on everything from football to ayahuasca in the last 12 months. Absolutely wild. COVID, everything. So I thought that that was pretty cool that he took the time to not only call them out by their first name, but sometimes their last name, which is pretty amazing. He spent a lot of time with those people, but a lot of football players wouldn't take that time to get to know them. Um, 
Guys, that is our show. Nothing but love today. I'm just like feeling all the feels, okay? So I'm sending a hug to you. Good news about Damar. We are going to be back on Thursday. Uh, sorry, Friday. Our show's coming out on Friday. How have I been doing this for a year and I still don't know when shows come out? Colleen Wolf is going to be joining us. And I'm very, very excited to chat with her. We're going to be previewing uh, Super Wildcard Weekend. We're going to be talking about the next month of our lives as we gear up to cover the Super Bowl. I cannot, cannot wait. So make sure you're tuning back in on Friday for that. And by the way, BT Dubs, NFL Plus is here, which means no matter where you are, this is how you football. This is how you football. You can stream live local and primetime games on your phone or tablet, 45-minute game replays with NFL Plus Premium, and more. This is the NFL for every fan. This is football freedom. This is your game on the go. Go to plus.nfl.com and sign up now. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Benched underscore pod to see the videos and clips we talk about each week with your own eyes. Also, follow me on social media because I'm often asking you guys questions for the show and opening my DMs. We got some amazing stories this week about miracles, so go check those out. They're all over my Twitter. Love you guys. We will see you next week right before Super Wildcard Weekend. Ooh, ooh, football, baby! Playoffs! You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.